Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. you to Jerky. That's right, he's here to tell us about this cool website called Jerkmate, a place where you can chat and interact with thousands of open-minded models who will gladly perform your naughty desires in real time. Jerkmate is the ultimate live cam experience for grown-ups on the web. There's literally something for everyone inside. What you want is what you get. And what makes Jerkmate special is Jerky, your friendly robot assistant that helps you find your perfect partner among girls, boys, trans, and even couples who match your personality and desires. Thanks so much, Jerky. Click the link in the video description and go to jerkmate.com and use code Alexis. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we are back season four. I'm excited today because we have Jerkmate model, Amber Elena. Hello. Welcome Hi. to Private Talk. Hello. I'm excited to have you on the show. Thanks. Thank you for coming, taking the time. So I recently saw an interview you did with Vice. Tell us a little bit about that. How is that experience? How is that working for you know a big company like that? Um, it was a lot of fun working with them. They're really nice people. The location was cool. Lots of plants and like very naturey vibes, and they made everything just feel easy and super down to earth. Okay. Yeah. So for those of the private talk people out there that do not know you yet, that are going to come in and see all your sites and feel I'm jerkmate and all. Tell us about the Vice interview. Like, how was that? How is the, you know, working with them? Tell, can you tell us a little bit about it without giving it all away so they can go and see it after the show? Oh, yeah. Um, so basically what it was like is there was a lot of people to meet, and we all sat down, and they asked questions about, like, who I was and how I felt about being a cam model. And um, they asked about my day-to-day -day life as a cam model, like the things I do to get ready, how I prepare, and then what I do when I log off like my hobbies and I guess they wanted to get to know me as a person not just what I do as a job just not the cam model we want to know yeah. who Amber really is yeah and I liked that a lot yeah so what would you say you took away from that interview I took away a few things like that it was a cool experience <laughs> like awesome I was like oh like I kept thinking that in my head like that's so cool did you have a maybe a misconception <laughs> because it was like a mainstream type thing that you thought it would be kind of negative or did you always go in with a positive mindset because you seemed pretty big about energy and that yeah I actually hold a lot of positivity inside like people let me know to I guess prepare me that it was possible that there would be negativity and I don't know, I didn't let it get to me. I just, I thought about it for a few minutes and I was like, you know, it is what it is. Like, not everybody's going to accept what I do and that's okay. I just kind of made peace with it. I love so. that. I feel like, you know, that really kind of makes who you are and I feel like if you're being true to who you are, then nothing can really be negative yeah. for you because it's like you're standing, you're, you know, your ground of who you are and what you want to do. You're a beautiful lady who wants to do <laughs> cam modeling and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So you're a jerk mate model. How do you like working with that company and what, you know, with, what, is, what is it like working for that platform? So those people out there that maybe have been kind of on the fence about maybe joining a cam model agency, um, how do you like working with jerk mate? I like working with jerk mates a lot. And I would say for anyone that wants to be a model, like do your research and 
you know, pick what's right for you. And um, But I personally, I love it. I love working for them. Um, we, as models, we get to set our own hours. We have a lot of control about how we want to present ourselves so we get to pick our own outfits our own makeup and I like that so you genuine. get total control yeah and that's maybe one of my favorite things about being a cam model it's like it doesn't have to be a nine to five suit and tie kind of thing you have a lot of ability to be yourself and do things how you want I like yeah. that so we've talked about, you know, there's all different kinds of cam sites and JerkMe is obviously our sponsor of this show. So we want to highlight with their, you know, their platform. What kind of features do they have that you really like using that's different and sets them apart from others? I like how easy it is to chat with fans. I like how... It's like I do it all the time, so I don't really break it down like mm -hmm. step by step what it's like. It's like... I like the colors of the platform, <laughs> like little stuff like that makes me happy. I like even the like the little music kind of things we have when people like tip or and they chime in like the little like the noises in the sides. Yeah, like the little cutesy stuff means a lot to me. So it's like, oh, that's is that it. because it represents <laughs> your personality? Yeah, because okay. it's like it reminds me how lighthearted and how we're just there to have fun. So, yeah, I love that. You got I always feel like, you know, when I was in the indus adult industry and me being on set was always about keeping the fun. Like, yes, it is a job. Yes. You know, it's sexual related and sense, but it's like you got to have fun because yeah. if not, why do it? You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that also exudes on camera and brings more fans and they keep on coming back for more because you have such a positive, bright attitude about doing what you love. I, yeah, I would say the job aspect of it is more like taking responsibility for when we choose to show up, like setting our own schedule, like trying to be like, okay, let's be responsible. I'm going to show up these days and this time. Like that's kind of the work aspect of it. Okay. So that's cool. But yeah. So with Jerkmate, bring us, you know, to a day in the life. You know, I know you said you talked about it on Vice, but we're at Private Talk with Alexis Texas. So I got to know all the goods. What is a, you know, regular typical day if you're going to be on a Jerkmate site? What are you doing? How long do you work? Like, how does it really work for you and your fan base? Okay. Well, I want to emphasize first, we can all do it differently. So what I'm about to say is my own personal way that I do it, but um, no one has to do it exactly the way I do it. But, like, I like to put in, like, maybe four to five days a week, mm -hmm. about five to six hours. Um, if we have events, like competitions, then um, maybe I'll double my time. I'll do like 8, 10, 12 hours. Could you explain to us like a competition? Like what is something that would be that a competition you've, you've had in the past with Jerk Me? Um, so we'll have competitions based on like holidays, like if it's Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, St. Patty's. And um, we'll get emails in our inbox about like, oh, it's Christmas, so dress Christmassy. And then that's kind of it. We dress for the holiday or for the season. But um, are you competing against other jerkmate cam models for something? Like, what is the contest? Are you just trying to get um, more viewers to like a Christmas special? Like, what is what is? I mean, a contest to me means we're competing against something. I'm competitive. Oh. I played sp <laughs> I played sports my whole life, so I'm like, what are we winning? Do we get? Okay, <laughs> that is true. So like, a, um, a contest is we are competing against, I guess, other models, like. It's to see like how much we can earn, and based on that, then so it's based like, on a tipping scale. Yeah. Okay. So based on a tipping scale, 
like the more you do, then at the end of the event, we get like a bigger prize money and okay. it'll be like rank one through 10, rank 10 through 20. So it'll vary based on that. Yeah. Money's always a good incentive. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want to you be the top, especially around Christmas times and things like that. It makes it that much more special. True. True. <laughs> yes. So have you been one of your top, the top earners? Um, yeah, like I, I go into it, like I'll hit a certain rank and I'll see what I do and then I just use it as motivation. So it's like whatever that number is, I'll look at it and I'll kind of break it down mentally. Like, okay, I could have done this better. I could have done that. And then for the next event, I try to go into it like, okay, I want to beat that. I want to top that number. There so you go. Yeah. See, there's a the competitive nature. It has to come out <laughs> of you a little bit. Like I said, you say contest. You know, yeah. you always have to like, you know, strive to, even if you're only competing against yourself, doing better than you did last time. I True. feel like it's important too. I feel like a lot of girls in the industry, sometimes it's like they think we're all competing against each other. I think there's a lane for everybody. And I think that, like you said you know, earlier in your description, was what you do how you do it, but that's what uniquely makes you you. And that what makes your fans come back and has that, you know, re, like the recycle of them wanting more and being like, oh, you know, I, I want to see what you're up to. Yeah, I would say for competitions, I don't, I don't compete with other people. Like mentally, it's definitely myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been with the Jerkmate platform? Um, a few years, about three. Three years? Love it? Yeah, I love it. Love it? Want some more of it? Yes. I like it. So walk us through what kind of things do you do on your live shows? So I... Are you just, you know, are you... Or do you do more dirty talk? Do you just do solos? Do you have other Jerkmate models on the, on your site with you? How do you, what kind of content, I guess, are you creating where they can see it on Jerkmate? I perform solo, but we do have the option to perform with other people if we want. But personally, I always choose to go solo. I do dirty talk, um, which is a lot of fun. But I also talk to customers about like um, just everyday stuff too. I dance and move around and can you give us yeah. an example of your dirty talk it's so corny <laughs> we want to hear it we want to hear it. I'll say like silly things like oh you want me to shake my tits or yeah I like your big cock or yeah you're so hot like I'll say stuff like that I love it you get so shy but you're, you know you're you're a camp model are you still shy when it comes to those those things as far as being sexual you know Sort of. It's like in the moment when I know I'm talking to a customer, it's like it's like a switch, like a light switch goes okay. off. and So it's a persona. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I feel like that's also, you know, like Alexis Texas is a persona and I got a really dirty mouth too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the hardest thing you've ever had to say no to? Just saying no sometimes. Like, for example, um, having to say no to simple things like, I've been asked if I was super flexible, like if I could do all kinds of splits or certain things, and I've had to say no to that to be like, no. I'm Are not. you flexible? I'm not that bendy. Okay. So. So yeah. do you feel? Did you feel bad because you feel like you weren't going to deliver what they wanted, like in a people pleasing sense, or just because you just don't like? It's hard for you to say no, because if you can't do the splits, you can't do the splits. You don't want to hurt yourself either. I would say both. Like, I learned through experience of trying to say yes to things that I couldn't really do. And in the moment of trying to give a show, I realized, like, oh, they're not really liking it. I'm not really liking it. And that kind of hurt. And then the other side of, yeah, sometimes it is just hard to say no because it's like I want to make everybody happy. But I had to learn, like, yeah, I really can't do it all and it's okay. 
You got to make yourself happy first. Yeah. I used to have that written about, oh, by my door every time you go in and out, you always remember you're going to love yourself first. Yes. <laughs> Describe yeah. something that is exciting in your life right now. Just living life. It's like I wake up and sometimes I go to work or if I'm not working, I read or go for walks. And it's like right now I'm just learning to appreciate the simple stuff mm. and letting that excite me. Yeah. I like that. Are you, do you have any other job besides camming or is that camming is your main thing right now? Camming is my main thing. I do porn, um, but it's not, it's not my main focus. It's something I do sometimes, but yeah. So do you do porn for other companies with other people or you said, you know, you only do solo. Is that only for the cam side? Do you work with other performers as well? So for camming itself, yeah, I'm totally solo. I'm open to working with other people, but I don't know. I guess I haven't really gone after that, but I always keep it in the back of my mind. Like, mm -hmm. oh, if someone asks me, sure. Um, for porn, yeah, I'll do boy-girl or um, like girl-girl, girl-girl-boy. So yeah, I'll work with other people. Sometimes I do solo scenes for porn too, yeah. What's your favorite porn company to work for? Browsers. Browsers. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a you know particular person that's maybe your favorite co-star, female or male? Not yet, and maybe not ever. It's like I always think like, oh, I'm gonna have a favorite guy or girl, and then I get on set and we laugh and we have fun, and I'm like, oh, I liked it the same. <laughs> Do you think that like you like the same as far as in what context? Like it's the same. Like it's not any different that stands out where you're like. I like to be infatuated with them or just it's like it's like more of a hangout where it's like because you know you giggle and you laugh but you like earlier you know you're a stoner are you getting high <laughs> with the co-stars and is that why you're giggling and laughing or are you you know is it just, I feel like you kind of give off the shy persona sometimes as well um it's I think it's the more fun like giggling aspect getting getting to know people yeah that's the parts I remember the most because it's like I'll get the script in the emails and I'll, I'll run through it and then, but when I leave, that's not really what I remember. It's like I remember sitting with the makeup artist and meeting the director and the other performers and us talking about everything else. So the experience of being yeah. like on set with, is it like like-minded people that are like kind of all kind of doing the same sex work in different ways? Yeah. All yeah. right, I, I vibe with that. Yeah. What <laughs> about females? Do you like, are you more particular to any females or is it just overall for men and females you feel that way? Both. Yeah. Both? Yep, both. Is there a scene in particular that we could tell maybe some of your new fans from Private Talk that they should go and watch? Um, so for Brazzers, I don't remember any of the titles of my porn. That's okay. You just tell them, <laughs> describe it. Once they go and search your name, it'll be, it'll be <laughs> Amber Alina. Okay, if you search my name, Amber Alina, for Brazzers, a lot of people like a scene I did for them where I was wearing like a blue sports bra and the zipper broke and the titties uh -oh, popped out. Because your titties are so big, girl, <laughs> you couldn't keep them inside. Yeah, so that's a good one. Does that, that happen to you a like. lot? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, more times than it should. So. Hey, they're nice titties. You know, they just, sometimes <laughs> they want to be free. My, mine's my ass. My ass just always wants to come out and play. It just it needs to be unleashed sometimes. Your ass is hot. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> If you could obtain any three skills in the world, what would they be? More patience. Ooh, um, okay, that's a good one. Do better at multitasking. I wish I could do like 50 million things at the same time. <laughs> that's a lot, 50 million? And cooking. I wish I was a good cook, but I suck at it. So. 
Okay. There's always cooking classes, you know? Yeah. We can always do better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who was your first celebrity crush? The classics, like Marlon Brando, Paul Newman, like okay. back in the day, vintage Hollywood people. How old are you? <laughs> 21. And you like the old vintage Hollywood. That's very rare, I feel like, because I feel like I was like, I knew you were young, but I was like, I don't, with those... With those people, you're saying, I'm like, how old are you, girl? Are you lying to us? Is this a fake on your page? It's like I grew up watching, like, MacGyver and, like, I Love Lucy. So Did you have older <laughs> brothers and sisters? Yeah, just, like, older people in my life, like, um, grandparents, and it's just what they would put on. And, okay. And they were more like, no, don't watch the new stuff, and so... I don't know. I think they that's, thought... That's beautiful, though. I feel yeah. like a lot of people forget, like, those are classics, you know what I mean? But you just don't think a 21-year-old would say Marlon Brando. Like, <laughs> have you masturbated to him? No. He's I got just... those eyes, girl. <laughs> you know? You never know. They're hot people. Though. When you're crushing on someone, it's more than just the fact that, like, you like what they're doing, you know? You like what they look like, what they bring, like, Halloween. I feel like that time and era is, like... Men were men, and they yes. were just very, like, gentlemen and very just charismatic, like, very all of those things in the right package. There's, yeah, like, Where are those men at now, Private I was going to say, I was gonna, <laughs> there's something about it. It's like, there's something about Hollywood back then, like, I think they even call it the golden age of Hollywood. Mm. Did we miss out? Sort of, a little <laughs> bit. I don't know. <laughs> so, with that being said, I don't know, we can either miss out or not, but how is your <laughs> dating life now? I'm actually single. I just decided that right now I wanted to take a break. Okay. Well, does that mean that you were in a relationship and you chose yourself or what do you mean you, you just are not dating? When's the last time you dated? Yep. I broke up with someone like a little over a year ago and I didn't think I'd be single as long. So it's been over a year. I thought, oh, I'll date someone a few months later. But then I was like, no, I choose myself and I liked it. So yeah. So being, you know, a jerk make cam girl, is it hard to date because of that? Did your partner have any issues with camming? Did they try to cam with you? Because sometimes I feel like it's always good in the beginning and then they're like, try to change you or try to kind of get or either kind of creep in with you and be like, well, let's just do it together. Yes, that is what I have encountered is um, it is hard to date in the industry, I think, as a model because I have encountered people that in the beginning, I don't know, it's like, they're like, yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. And then a few weeks later, a few months later, they're really realizing what I do. That it's actually a job and it's not just like a title on your Instagram like yeah. bio. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, why can't you do something else? Or why are you doing It's like these little things here and there. And it's like, well, I support you, support me. And then I have to choose myself because it's like, well, I like what I do. So if you don't, then yeah. Bye. Yeah. Next. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How did you get into the cam world? Or was porn first and then you did camming? So it kind of happened a little bit at the same time, but I would say camming first. I knew someone that was already doing it, and they were like, hey, what do you think about it? Give it a try. And I was like, all right, cool. And I did, and I was like, yeah, I like it. So it was like that. Did people in your in your life kind of think it, were they shocked? Were they like, oh, I, I figured she would do something like that? Were you like, was it kind of on brand like with who you are? So my friends and family at the time, I think I got lucky because they just were supportive. They were like, yeah, awesome. go for it. 
Nice. I feel like that's very important to, you know, not everybody's stories is that way where they have the support, but I feel like when it is support behind you, especially by big prominent people in your life, like family and those things, it's, it helps you say fuck everybody else. Yeah. Because, you know, once you have that family core of like knowing that it doesn't matter what you chose to do, that they still love you for who you are, because at the end of the day, we're all still people. We put our pants on every single day. Just like one another. It's all about respect and loving what you do. And I feel like that's very important. But I feel like a lot of people don't have that support system. So it's great to hear stories more like that because I feel like that's the way it should be. Exactly. Yes. Have you ever had any crazy fan interaction or maybe somebody who's a regular on your jerk made account that's gotten too crazy? <laughs> uh, define crazy. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I don't know. You tell me how your fans are. I mean, I've got, we all got kind of our crazy fans and we can, you know, they can get a little, be a little aggressive sometimes. They can ask you some outlandish like requests or they can maybe stalk you. Like you could go all kinds of ways. You can go up and down. Um, my mind just went many directions. So I guess I've encountered this quite a few times. Like, I like it. We want to hear it all. See. We uh, want the truth, Amber. <laughs> we want the truth. Okay. Um, I have done shows and they were great. And then maybe after three, four, five, or ten shows with the same customer, then they were like, where do you live? Mm. I really want to get to know you. And so it's also against our rules. So it's like, no, I can't see you. I can't meet you. But sometimes. Have you ever yeah. crossed the line and given your information? No. No? no never. So how do you approach that something when that happens? You just say you just can't because of the rules? Yeah, and that's where things get, that's where the crazy part comes in because sometimes it hurts the customer's feelings. Mm -hmm. Because they really believe that you are theirs. Yeah, and they're like, well, I spent all this money or I spent all this time with you, and so then it gets a little crazy because I have to continue to say no, 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 and then if they're too persistent, then I have to make a choice at that point. After so many warnings, I have to choose. It's like, well... Do I want to keep arguing with them and they're still spending money getting shows or should I kick them out or block them? And at that point, they can message us. Mm -hmm. So if we block someone, they have the opportunity to go in our inbox and be like, I'm sorry, please unblock me. I won't do that again. So, yeah. Has anybody crossed the barriers and found that information out by themselves? Like, have you had somebody, like, maybe show up somewhere that you didn't think? And, like, because back in the day, I feel like, too, when we were on social media, sometimes we would post where we are. And, like, you don't think that that could really be detrimental at the time. So it's like, you know, you, you learn later on to post when you leave or things like that. Has anybody ever kind of stepped out of line and kind of freaked you out a little bit about that? Oh, no, no. I got really lucky. So, like, um, the person I knew that was already doing it, they were like, just make a fake location, like, fake city. So... That's how I learned very quickly that that was such a good thing to do. So I would sit there like in the chat room and they'd be like, where are you from? Where you live? Mm -hmm. And I used to say a fake city. Mm. And then I would discover on social media or when I'd go back to work, they'd be like, hey, I was in that city and I was looking for you. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad I never, you know. For sure. So, yeah, that's how I learned. Because sometimes <laughs> I feel like people are very smart and to manipulate information out of you. And it's not that we don't want to give that information, but it's also for our safety because we are, you know, crossing the lines when we're being nude or we're talking dirty and we're, yeah. you know, there's also, but there's boundaries within that, that to keep us safe is like why we have certain standards and protocols in place to make sure that it all is okay. Yes, and also we have rules. So we have like a code of conduct and that's also how we learn really quickly too. Like it will say, don't do this, don't do this and spell it out. So it's like, you, no one can say, well, 
I, I didn't know. I didn't. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But is it one of those things where it's like you just put, oh, I acknowledge and you accept and you don't really real, read it? Or is are you saying that for code of conduct as performers and being with Jerkmate? Or is it does that also go in turn with the fan? Oh, no. We actually have to read it. Like, this is one of the other things I like about the Jerkmate. Jerkmate. When I log on to start my stream, they have a pop-up that opens immediately. And there's certain things that we have to check every time. And okay. one of those things says, I consent to not give my personal mm. information where I am. So it's like a daily, every time. So a reminder time. kind of thing or whatever. Not that you yeah. would want to, but just yeah. to be whatever. I like that. I like yeah. that. Good job, Jerkmate. I feel like for <laughs> us to keep their safety of everything like that, sometimes you need a pop-up reminder. Sometimes you forget that you're not on the phone with your friend or a FaceTime call or something exactly. like that. <laughs> what makes you smile? Um, besides Miss Texas. <laughs> um, besides your beautiful self. Okay. Mm. Corny jokes. Like, um, I like comedy stuff or just, I don't know, silly things. Like, the simplest things really do make me happy. Like, if I hear, like, a kid laughing and they're happy, then, then I'll smile, even if mm. I don't know that kid. Or, like, like, the other day I was driving and the sky was just so pretty and I was like, and I just kind of smell that. Like, little stuff like that will make me happy. I like that. What is the best advice that you've ever gotten? Hmm. There's too much. People give me so much advice. Well, what's one that just sticks out in your mind that, you know, you always kind of live by? Or, you know, maybe it's your code of conduct of how, you, you know, you go about things. Is there anything that kind of sticks out? The old saying someone told me a long time ago. Patience is a virtue, and that's helped me through life a lot. Um, but you said earlier you needed to be have more patience. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's a double entendre of what the, your reality is. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, to slow down, to just remember to chill, to not take things so seriously. Like those basic, almost cheesy things have really helped me through life. Yeah. Is there someone that you kind of go to advice in hard situations? That you go have in particular? Not anymore. I used to like go to my grandmother for advice a lot. Now it's more so I get inspiration from social media. Like I'll open it up like my TikTok or my Instagram and there will be like motivational messages or motivational videos and maybe that's what it is now. It's like okay. yeah. I yeah. like that. <laughs> what would you say is your biggest social media weakness? Staying on it too long. You go down a rabbit hole. Which which one is your favorite? Or you said Instagram and TikTok. Is there one that she kind of favors even more? Not really. It's like I like my Twitter, Instagram, TikTok for completely different reasons. So you're going, so. you're like an hour here, an hour here, an hour here. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck, my whole day is gone. I'm not camming on fucking jerk me. I'm going to get in trouble. What the fuck is going on? Basically. So explain to us there at Private Talk. What do you like your Twitter for? What does it do for you for Twitter? Like, why do you say for completely different reasons? It's because it, it's more, more what? So for Twitter specifically, my favorite thing about it is I think they are the most accepting platform when it comes to mm. rules and what we get to do because of what I do for okay. the industry. Um, so you can see those big titties and nobody's going to bother you. You're not going to get flagged on Instagram and be like, no, no, no. Exactly. And it's not that... I'm looking for a platform to be like, oh, you can get naked. I think it's more the fact that they let it happen, that it's like, this is a platform 
that you know more than anything, you're free to express yourself. Like there's a tolerance there to be mm. yourself and individual. That's like my favorite thing about Twitter. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good explanation of it for sure. I feel like it's definitely because of what you know we do in this in the adult industry. It's like we're not always. It's not that we're always looking for that to be completely naked or do us whatever, but it's like you like to do it when if you want it to be artsy or not mm -hmm. to have that way to like express yourself in which way you like. Exactly. Just yep. need to express ourselves, you know? Yes. <laughs> hmm. What's the biggest life lesson that you have learned from being in the adult industry? Oh, wow. Um, the biggest life lesson I've learned from being in the adult industry, so many things. Like, one, to accept my body. Like, to have more confidence ended up being a huge life lesson. Get out of my shell like just accept myself as I am like I'm not going to be perfect you know physically or in any other way and it's okay like that was a huge lesson yeah would you say that prior to you doing adult work that you were not that you didn't feel comfortable in your body did the, did the industry kind of maybe open you up to feeling that femininity and kind of feeling your own yeah I think before all of this I was uptight and I didn't really realize how uptight I was. <laughs> uptight in what sense? Like sexually uptight or just uptight in general because you thought like if you saw their, if someone else maybe showing their tits or being more provocative that you just thought that that wasn't what you're supposed to do? And in what nature do you mean? Yeah, like all of it. Like physically, sexuality, I realized, oh, I'm really uptight. Like I need to open my mind more to exploring different things and then also uptight in the way I was carrying, carrying myself. Off. Like how I would walk into a room and think of everyone else before myself sometimes, like, like, yeah, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. People pleasing doesn't get us anywhere. Exactly. We gotta please ourselves again. It goes back to loving ourselves first. Yes. I feel like the biggest, the best thing I ever heard when someone said it was like, you know, when you're on a plane and it's going down, they always tell you put your oxygen mask on first and then you help the person next to you because you can't, you can't do anything if you're, you're out. Yeah. Love yourself <laughs> first. What is the best pickup line ever used on you or has any ever been used on you that's worked? I don't think so. I think <laughs> I think just the simple stuff it's of... It's like passy the joint? Yeah, like... like <laughs> <laughs> Want to smoke? Um, I don't think a pickup line is has ever worked. I think if there was a pickup line, it was authenticity of just someone really being genuine when they said you're beautiful or you want to hang out and or stuff like that. And I knew like, oh, they mean it. Like they're really trying felt to come it. Yeah. Like the chemistry part maybe. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been the one to actually approach somebody first and maybe use your own pickup line? Yeah, I did that one time and I'll never do it again. <laughs> did you get rejected? Is that why? Or was yes. the pickup line just too corny? Um, it I, I think it was just the rejection of it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'll never do that again. But that was just the wrong person. You just got to keep trying. It's practice. I feel like some people think that you're too much for certain people, but then that person's just not for you. You find that person that's like, oh, they like it. What was the pickup line? I don't think it was a pickup line. I think I was just – I, you know, I think I was sweating too much. That might have been what it was. And I said something like, um, you want to go out with me or, like, can we – can we date or something really corny like that? And they just looked at me and they were like, they actually gave me a hug first oh. and then sat down in a chair and was like, 
no, but I like you. <laughs> and I was like, Aah. I would have been like, just kidding. Yeah. I didn't fucking like you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No. <laughs> have you ever sent a nude to the wrong person? No. I've never done that, actually. I've, I've You've never sent a nude to anyone? No. I like that. You just went straight to doing porn and doing cam modeling. Mm, I like yeah. that. Okay. Maybe you should do it. I should. Not to the wrong person. <laughs> Not to the wrong, to the, to the deserving person. You know, you are single. Maybe the next time you find somebody that's worthy of getting a fun message, you know. Just I'm open to it. <laughs> there you go. Mm, have you ever gotten a tattoo that you've regretted? No, I have tattoos across my stomach and I don't regret them. What are your tattoos? It's like an abstract design of like hearts and thorns. Okay. So. What is your favorite way to receive affection? Touch is nice and um, just spending time together. Okay. Let's see. What is a deal breaker for you on a first date? What's Um, something that someone can do that's just you completely know, like, I'm never going to do this again? Like, maybe something corny, like, if they didn't tell me that I needed to pay for the whole date, and then we get there, and they're like, actually, I forgot my wallet. Can you do it? Has that happened? No, but I, I know like, if it did, I would be like... <laughs> I'd be like, there's so many forms of things. You have a phone, there's Apple Pay, there's all kinds of things. Now people can't get away with that as easily. I left my wallet at home. Mm, yeah. They tried it. They tried it. <laughs> did you ever watch porn before getting into it? No. So how did that come about? So I was discovered by an editor for a different porn company. And they just messaged me on the DMs one day. When they say discovered, do you mean by how did they discover you? From your social media or how did? I actually have no idea how they discovered me because it was like there was there's so many of us on Twitter. Like, that's where it happened was on Twitter. So I had never heard of the company before. What's the company's name? Oh, it was uh, Score Scoreland. So Mm. they're all about, like, big tits Mm. and stuff. So I'm wondering if someone told them about me. But I don't know how it happened. But one day they were in my DMs, and they were like, hey, I've seen your pics. I like it. What do you think about working for us? And that's how porn happened. Okay. I just... And immediately you were like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Or were you like, uh, I'm not really sure. So I wasn't as quick to jump into porn as camming. It actually took me like two or three weeks to decide to get into porn. Like... And why was that, would you say? I'm not sure. I think... I knew what porn was. And something just, for some reason, something told me, like, like a voice in my head was just like, slow down, look into it, like, do your research, make sure you want to do it. Nobody told me that. It was just, it was like I was going to do it. I was going to type back yes. And then for some reason, it was like, it was just a voice in my head that was like, just look into it first, see if you want to do it. And it wasn't a bad thing. I'm glad I did that. And It's I, a smart approach. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people sometimes rush into things and not know and then they regret it where it's like at least you're knowing and you're, you know, getting all the information that's for you to kind of move forward or not because yeah. I feel like I would say it's like you have to really make the decision and be like these movies are never going to go away. It's always going to be out there on the internet. And so it's depending on like how you choose to move accordingly and how that fits for you in your life. Exactly. Yeah. What are you afraid to try, if anything? Like physical activities, like certain things, like maybe skydiving, stuff like that. Does that stuff intimidate you? Or it's 
yeah, it's like it looks exciting, and I'd love to try it, but I don't know if I ever will, but I want to. Okay, so yeah. if somebody was like, hey, we're going on a first date skydiving, you'd be like, uh, I'm going to have to take a rain check, or would you go? Are you I adventurous enough to at least, you know, test the boundaries, or is that just like you don't know if that's something that you could even work up the courage to do? In my head, I feel like I would say yes, but I'm kind of worried in the moment. I would be right there, and at the last second, I'd be like, no, I'll just watch you do it. <laughs> that, I feel like that would be even worse, because then they're like, oh, now you got to go all the way back down, and you have the <laughs> Exactly. How funny. What is the worst gift that you have ever received? like a family member gave me a clown doll hmm. and they thought I would really like it but it was just were you a child or was this of like last year oh yeah this was like a long time ago oh, okay so, yeah but recently do clowns scare you no they don't it's just that doll was weird I was just <laughs> like why would you think I like this <laughs> I don't know clowns are not for you yeah have you ever filmed yourself having sex not in porn personal life Oh, no. No? Yeah. You've never let somebody do that yourself? No? No, and I I don't know if that makes me sound like a diva, but I have been asked, and the first thing I thought was like, no, I do porn camming, OnlyFans, no, we're, you're, what? I was thinking money first. That was like the first but thing. But why that is that a bad head. thing? That's not a bad thing, <laughs> because you don't know if this person's going to try to use it, which nowadays people have these platforms that you have to have actual, like, someone's ID, a model release and things like that. So it's harder to do those things. But you have your rules and your boundaries. And someone can't yeah. just think that you're going to just say, fuck yeah, let's just shoot everything. It was a trust thing because of like uh, celebrity stories of like they were with a boyfriend and then they broke up and then the tapes were released. Mm -hmm. That was literally the first thought in my it brain. It could happen. You never know. Yeah. You never so, know. Have yeah. you had a celebrity <laughs> slide into your DMs? Um, I don't think so. So, like, I, yeah, maybe some famous people, but I don't want to say names. <laughs> Have you slid into somebody's DMs? No, no. No? No. Okay, okay, okay. When is the last time that you had sex? If I don't count porn, I guess it's been a while since I chose not to be in a relationship. Yeah. So, okay, that's a, a topic because, okay, we have this conversation with me and my girlfriends and, like, they're in the business and... They say that when it's for work, it doesn't count. But does it really not count? You're still fucking. Uh, yes, I, I have to agree. I think it doesn't count because it's a – I think it's about a person's mindset. So there, I'll say okay. it like that. I think if you're true to yourself and you know that what you're doing is a job, then if it's really a job for you, then it's a job and it doesn't count. But if – it's not really a job for you and you're there to like really feel things and you you're not being professional and it's just all about that then I could see how people would say like that. Like I was never in the I was never there <laughs> trying to date anyone, but I definitely like what I do for a living. So therefore yeah. it's like, you know, I'm going to get mine. So I feel like if you're coming, then shouldn't it count? No, I have to say no. <laughs> I have to say no. I mean, you're not, you're not the only one because my girlfriends are always like, no, it doesn't count. I'm like, but wait, you just did a scene. They're like, that doesn't count. I'm like, 
Where me, I haven't had sex in months and I'm not doing any scenes. I'm just over here, you know, I'm a virgin again. <laughs> I just, I feel like because it's a job, if it wasn't, if there wasn't that job aspect where I had to pay my taxes, then Good maybe, okay. but because okay. there's a serious aspect to it at the end of the day, that's what keeps me being like, all right, it's about the mentality overall. Like, okay. yeah. Well, I could for you. All right. You said you had an OnlyFans. What are your thoughts on OnlyFans? I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. What and from what aspect do you like the because of it's more like the financial freedom part? Do you like just the creator part? You know, you're doing all of these different things from camming. Like, what separates it between like camming with somebody like Jerkmate from OnlyFans to doing um, like scenes with Brazzers? Camming is my absolute favorite thing, and then porn, and then I guess OnlyFans, and just like social media, it's like I like each one for different for reasons. Different reasons. So, for OnlyFans, I think they're a really nice platform. Like, I like the way it looks. Like, I like how easy it is to navigate. I like that you can sell pictures and videos and just see what happens. Like, I feel like the model is in control of that. Like, you create an account, you try your best, you can use social media or not to see how your growth is going to go. I think, I think they are just, I don't know, I never really think about this stuff. It's like I just go into it and see what happens, and if it works, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> what are your What are some of your top-selling clips or movies that you have on your OnlyFans? Like, what works best for you? So, actually, um, I think I do. I've been told I do it different. Like, I think there's two styles to go into OnlyFans. So, I've been told that most models, they will – operate their OnlyFans to where they're charging every customer a subscription to be their, um, like a monthly subscription. I don't do that. I make it free. And the only thing I charge for is if a person wants to send me messages. Mm -hmm. And that's how I justify doing that. So I, I went into it like, I'm not going to tell you to pay me. I'm going to try to give you incentives and then you decide how much you like me. So if you like the free pictures that I'm uploading on OnlyFans, then you can send me a message and ask about what I offer. And that's what's happened. It's like they liked the pictures I posted for free. They paid to send me a message, like a dollar, five dollars, whatever. And they were like, hey, do you offer videos, customs? Do you offer pictures? Mm. And then that's where the money starts coming in. Okay. So I'm like, I have their interest. Then I'll give them the prices, see what they want, and then that's Smart. where it grew. So, yeah. I like that. Because I feel like I think it's a good way to do it the other way. But for me personally, I was like, wait, if I'm telling them per person, like it's 5 bucks, 50 bucks a month per person, then I'm, I kind of felt for me personally, I was maybe they might spread me thin. Like, mm -hmm. maybe they would have more control to be like, I'm paying you this per month just to watch you. I want to see more content, and if you don't give it, I'm not going to pay. Mm -hmm. So I was, it was kind of a power thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, from no, that for angle. Sure. Yeah. I think that that's one thing I feel about these platforms like OnlyFans and the campsites. It's like, again, it's on how you want to. Yes. You are your own business. You are your own brand. You bring these types of clients to your pages. So it's like, you know how they operate or you know how you want to talk to them and I think that that's a really great strategy to have because at the end of the day 
you are feeling good about what you're doing and they're feeling good about what they're doing and everybody wins. Yeah, I want to stress that like the things that I say that work for me, the thing I like about the industry and all these companies is it's like, okay, if it works for me, great. But if it does, if the same things I do don't work for someone else, that's also great because then they can learn, oh, something different works for me. And I love that because I think it keeps things exciting Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, I can do things my own way and I don't have to do it like this. Because I think if, if you feel like you have to be like everyone else, I think it can put a lot of pressure. That I so, feel like yeah. you get lost in the crowd. Yes. Because it's yeah. like, what sets you apart from anybody else? Yes. So my next question with that being said is, what makes you unique? What makes you stand out of how you do things? Based on what I've been told, um, people have said it's my personality, like the way I engage with people, um, the way I move, like just a you're hypnotizing them with those hips, girl. Yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to You've think You've got of a, tra- a, a trancing <laughs> booby thing. You know, your boobies are dancing into the hearts. I am not sure. It's like um, people have said it's like a vibe okay. that is different to them. So I'll go with that. I'll be All like, right. it's a vibe, the way I interact with people. I your guess. vibe is vibing. <laughs> I, I'm with it. I fuck with it. If you yeah. could change jobs, would you? And what would you do instead? Okay, if I could change jobs, honestly, no, I wouldn't because... Say it, girl. I, Say it proud, yeah. Amber. I like... Okay, so like for me personally, what I would like to do is I just want to do these things until I don't want to. And on the side, I have goals and dreams that I work towards and that makes me happy. So um, the answer is no. But then in a hypothetical world, if it was like, okay, well, what would you be doing? Maybe, so what would you be doing? art okay. like I admire people that paint and like all that so maybe are you that. do you paint yeah. or do you have that kind of like that gift because I feel like I mean we can all try and it's like whatever but I feel like if you if you go that route you're either creative in certain ways it's like you either paint you draw or you're doing that stuff I feel like I'm the suffering artist so it's like <laughs> I don't think I'm good at all and that's like but I do like to paint draw color like do things like that, so I love it. Okay, so you said you have these <laughs> goals and things you're working towards. Can you tell us a little bit about what those are for later on? Like right now, we know you love being a cam model for Jerkmate. We know you love your OnlyFans. You love shooting for companies. Later down the road, do you see something else for you? Yeah, I would like to be an entrepreneur, and I'm open to what that means for me. So You're like, already an entrepreneur. Yeah. True. Okay. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> you're already doing, you know, your own, you have your own business. You got to give yourself credit, Amber. True, you know what true. I mean? So you, you have the, you know, I, as far as that being said, it's like you are your own business woman. You have a female owned business and you pay your taxes. That's the entrepreneur thing. All of those things. Is there true. something maybe that you see yourself maybe either adding to your brand and everything has to shy away from what you're doing, but maybe adding more to it? You know, you talked earlier a little bit, you know, on the sidelines about, you know, you liked how I had my podcast and that's something that you kind of wanted. Is that maybe something that you would maybe in a hosting situation? Okay, yeah. like Not putting words in your mouth, but just giving you ideas. Yeah, I would. Okay, I'll rephrase it. Okay. I would like to, in the future, express my entrepreneurship through different mediums and okay. see what works. So maybe a podcast one day, maybe opening a store of some kind, like stuff okay. like that. All right. 
See, you gotta, you gotta start thinking outside the box. That's why I like private talk. It's because it's kind of like, not the hard questions, but questions that we don't typically know. We know you have great tits. We know that you have sex on camera. We know you're a cam model, which you know, we, we need to know all about Amber. We wanna know all that encompasses you, things that motivate you, things that are kind of like driving you to put all this work that you're doing now as a 21 year old to elevate yourself in your 30s. I like that, thanks. Current, let's see. Do you have a sex lit, a playlist? Do you have something that gets you in the mood maybe before you cam? Do you have like, maybe when you're getting ready, maybe a genre type of music? I think I have a caffeine based playlist, honestly. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like go, go, go. It's very upbeat. Like I will listen to like either 80s music or like dance, like, um, like techno type like it's very I'll techno put, gets you in the mood though <laughs> yes it makes you want to touch yourself and do naughty things amber actually it really does do like you do it to the beat <laughs> Amal, do you do it to the beat it does <laughs> like i put like this music in my ears and like i i will have okay i'll i'll put earbuds in and um i'll have different music for the fans, but okay. in my ears, there's a whole mm. different world happening. Interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. I've never, I've never thought of that. I always <laughs> just put my own music, and they're gonna see my ass shake the way I want it to because I don't really care because it's my ass. It listens to what it wants. You know, it likes. I like that. Likes to, yeah, you know, likes to move. It likes to jiggle. It likes to do a lot of things. Yeah, basically, my fans, the customers, they're listening to what I would consider elevator music, but I'm listening like to something completely. So different. how is that even on? Y'all are not on beat in the same thing. You're like all over here and bouncing everywhere with your titties, yes. and they're just like, do, 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 yes. jerking it like this. Yes. That's exactly how it is. Hey, whatever works. Different strokes for different folks. That's what we see. It works. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. Okay, let's see. You haven't said you've been single for a while. You haven't, have you, are you still dating or nothing? Like, have you been in any weird dates, any great dates, anything that's kind of, are you just not dating at all? I'm not dating at all. Um, have you tried dating sites? Was that something maybe to be open to? No, I am terrified to try that. <laughs> terrified? That's a strong word, Andrew. <laughs> Why terrified? Because they'll they maybe see who you are and they think that, like, oh, that's the cam model that I talked to? Or terrified and just that somebody is going to answer you back and actually go on a regular date and it could be your match? Actually, all the horror stories I've heard about what could happen, but maybe I shouldn't listen to those things and just like give it a try but that's what's kept me from trying it yeah. well you can't go based on other people's things because i feel like you know yes there are horror stories with everything but you know maybe it'll work for you maybe True. not maybe at least you know you try that's True. why i was like i'm a firm believer of trying everything once maybe twice so you know you know first time's always kind of like mm, second time so you really know third time <laughs> True. <laughs> um what do i want to ask you next mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Have you ever been kicked out of a place? And if so, what happened? No, it's never happened. Never happened? No. If you could relive one day, what would it be and why? Maybe days that I've been to the beach. There's mm. something about it. Water baby? Just makes it all peaceful. Yeah. I like that for you. All right, last question before my favorite part. Truth or Texas. What is your biggest fear? Uh, or are you fearless? No, I have fears. Let's see. My biggest fear is that maybe I'll try really hard for something and not get it. 
Maybe something like that. Okay. Well, we're going to get to my favorite part. It's called Truth with Texas. It's a little game that Miss Texas made up, and we get to play and get to know each other a little bit more intimately. Cool. There's four sets of questions, romantic, kinky, spicy, and naughty. And we'll go through each category, a little, get to know you a little bit better. And, um, yeah, maybe your fans on um, your jerkmate account know these things already. Maybe they don't. Maybe Private Talk After Dark <laughs> is listening to some things and trying to get to know you a little bit better. So, naughty questions. Choked or spanked? Hmm. Spanked. Do you like dirty talk? You dirty talk yourself, but do you like your partner to dirty talk and play with you, or do you just like be the one ta dirty talking and being a dom? I think in my personal life, I'd prefer for them to just do the dirty talking and I kind of listen to it. So you like to be a sub? Yeah. Okay. Lube or spit? Lube. Have you ever... Prior to being in the adult industry, had sex at work? No. Have you ever had sex outside? Yeah, like in a truck. Okay. What kind of outfits turn you on? Are you someone who likes to dress up for your partner? Do you like just to be naked? Do you like just a bong? Like, what is what is your sexy outfit attires consist of? Personally, I just like being naked. Just naked, spread eagle, and just take me as I am. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Big titties all. <laughs> yes. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Yeah. Can I hear what that sounds like? <sighs> <laughs> I love how every time you're like, ah. and done. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's it? That's all? That's all? Is that how you really come? You only make that a little bit of a noise? Oh, no. When I really come, I'm... I'm probably too loud and, yeah. Never too loud, Amber. No, whoever tells you that, they're just fucking the wrong person. <laughs> Never too loud. The neighbors can hear. Yeah. Oral sex, sloppy or clean? Sloppy. Sloppy toppy. What is your biggest turn off? Like sexually? Or? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, like. Like, maybe licking a guy's nipples. Like, I can do it, but it's not my favorite thing. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, do you like to role play? Just for work. Okay. I don't think in my personal life. I saw a little thing. glimmer of, you know, a sparkle in your eye. You're like, mm, there, who, what did you dress up as that you really enjoyed? <laughs> <laughs> like, when I'm at work, I have a lot of fun with it. Like, I'll do, like, nurse role play and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. You like taking care of your patients, huh? Mm -hmm. Do you smother them with your tits? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Resuscitation. <laughs> the only way. Giving or receiving golden showers. Are you into it? Have you done it? Would you do it? I've never done it. I'm open to it. Like, I want to be more open-minded in life. So if I haven't tried something, I'd like to try it. I sure. like that. All right. Spicy questions. What's something you would not do sexually? Absolutely on your no list. Never going to try it. Don't have any desire to do it. Uh, I feel like I need examples. Let me think. Um, um, it, could be, it could be gangbang. It could be like maybe DP. It could be um, fingers in your ass. It oh. could be spitting. It could be choking. You like that? Or you like spanking? Double vag, double anal, like two cocks in my pussy, two cocks in my ass. Like that fits. I, I don't think I would do that. 
but okay. I think it looks awesome when other people do it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I saw the thing about what was it? The whole meme coming around where it's like it's about your asshole being able to stretch enough. It's like so we're like what is it like four feet? And I'm like I don't want to try to learn <laughs> anything. But I'm like that's a lot. I'm like yeah. what's going in there? I'm like it's nothing. No, thank you. Miss Texas says no. <laughs> Just say no. Do you like sex toys in the bedroom, in your personal life? Yeah, vibrators, all that. Yeah. Have you ever had a guy be too intimidated because you've whipped out a vibrator? Yes. And he said, fuck you, I'm doing it anyways, or you put it away in your drawer and just fucked him? I tried to put it away and just fuck, but I remembered because I was like, well, and then my true partner it. would be cool with it. And then you stuck it in his ass? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, but no, I didn't do it. <laughs> so you'd be open to that with your partner if he allowed it, if he was into it? Yeah, just to see if I liked it too, like. Have yeah. you ever been in that kind of scenario? Maybe not with a partner, but in scenes that you kind of stimulated you to maybe where you could like it? No, not no. yet. Not yet? I like that. Not yet. <laughs> Who are some of your favorite porn stars? Do you have any? Do you watch any porn, like, after you being in the business that you maybe, like, watch to, like, maybe get some tips? Maybe because you were horny? I think, like, I don't watch porn. I just make the porn. Okay, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody fallen asleep during sex? No. Craziest place you've ever had sex? Nowhere yet, and that pisses me off because I actually want to do stuff like that. This yeah. is why you need to go out there and be adventurous. You got to like, you know, you're not dating anyone particular, so you just date and find people who are, you know, adventurous. Yeah. Dated somebody older. Yes. Is that normally typically your way you like to go or do you like same age, younger, does it matter? Yeah, I typically like older guys, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's the oldest guy you ever dated? He was in his 40s. Okay. Have you ever stayed in a relationship because of sex? The sex was just so good that you're just like ugh, ignoring all these red flags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. I've done that. I think we've all done that, girl. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Have you ever thrown up on someone while giving head? Nope. Just from their porn. Okay. Kinky questions. Bondage. Yes or no? I haven't done it in my personal life, but I really want to try that. Quickest orgasm? Couple minutes. Okay. If I'm mentally stimulated, I can come very fast. What could you describe what an orgasm feels like to you? It's like an explosion that just takes over my whole body. Are you someone's like eyes rolled back kind of head? Are you screaming? Are you like shaking? Are you. I think I'll keep my eyes closed, but there's like a whole movie going on in my head while the person's in front of me, and it's just like, it's an overstimulation of awesomeness. Mm, sexy. <laughs> Get inside Amber's head. We can find all the good gems in there. <laughs> Do you have any fetishes? Um, Do you like feet? Do you like big asses? Do you like tit play? I know you've got some big titties over there. By the way, how big are your tits? So they are like M double M cups. M double M cups? What is that? To, that exists? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's way bigger out there. But yeah, these are mine. Yep. They're like 2,400 cc's and just a 
water bag. Do you, <laughs> did you name them? Do you just, do you talk to them? Do you like do something special to them to keep them so nice? Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Okay. I do keep them nice like oil lotion. Okay. Is that, that just for the cam, for the camming or you just do it reg uh, regardless if you're not working or not? It's also for my skin and it helps so much wearing a bra too with how much they weigh. They weigh six pounds each so I found wearing a bra just helps like keep them up and yeah. how do you tell like how much your boobs weigh like you just, what scale does this tit scale exist <laughs> when i woke up from the operating table the surgeon was smiling mm. and he was like they weigh six pounds each just want you to know that nice. that's how i know that i was like nice okay, okay. i'm like <laughs> how does this exist i'm like obviously i mean i have nice boobs but i don't have really like six pound tits you know yeah that's but what i found out <laughs> nice did you always want big boobs yeah so when was that decision like did you do it right away? Did you, like, what prompted you to go that large? I just, it was like I was just hoping my natural tits would just get bigger, and they weren't, and then it became kind of an obsession. I was like, well, I want it, I want it, and then, like, seeing women with bigger boobs and then knowing I could do surgery, so I was like, I'll get it. Have you ever crushed anything with those boobs? Water bottles. Water bottles? Okay. I saw this one that I was in an interview with, or I was in an interview somewhere when I was doing a teacher dance, and she, like, did this whole, like, broken watermelon with her tits. It oh, was wow. like, that was, that was strength. That was like, my yeah. mouth was, like, down to here. I was like, how does that happen? I'm like, even if I sat on one, I don't think it would break. Yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> what is your favorite time of day to have sex? As soon as I wake up or right before I fall asleep. Okay. Yeah. Start the day off right and end it great. <laughs> yeah. What is a sex skill that you are most proud of? Sex skill? Sex skill. Oh, skill. Sorry. Um. You're like, scale. I already told you how big my tits were. <laughs> You're like, oh, what? <laughs> um, Blowjob. Blowjob? Yeah. Okay. Throat goat over here. Am I over here? That's what you're known for? I love deep throating. It's just, I don't know. It turns me on. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um. Have you ever woken up to someone that you did not know their name? No, but I have woken <laughs> up thinking of other people and been like, oh, maybe I should quit having sex with this person since I woke up thinking of somebody else. But did you ever think about that person while you're getting fucked by the other person? Oh, yeah. I did it all the time. Yeah. I was like, that's just great. I'm like, what's wrong with that? They don't got to know. Exactly. You, yeah. You're playing those movies in your head, girl. That's all. <laughs> it makes you come harder. It makes you think because it's taboo, too. So you're just like, don't you know there's someone else here, but you don't know who he is. Yeah, but then I don't want to date them anymore because it's it's fun for a while. But then it's like, I don't even like you. I'm just using your dick and mm. thinking of someone else. It's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I can see where it gets played out. You know, yeah. you just, you know, you don't keep repeat <laughs> offending. That fantasy can only play so many times until you need a new one, you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Have you ever been in an orgy? No, but I would like to. What would you be your ideal scenario for an orgy? Like, from girls to guys, like, what would your ideal thing be? I'd like to, like, walk into, like, a party or something mm. where there's, like, I don't know, at least over 50 people. Okay. And it's, like, girls, guys, couples, singles. So like, free for cool. all. Yeah. Yeah. You should be invited to a swingers party. They could do that <laughs> and be like, hey, tag me in. I'm in. Yeah, like something like that. But yeah. would you be open to it now or is that something that just kind of excites you like sexually? Oh, no, I think. Like if I told you, hey, Amber, I got a, I got an invite for us. We're going to a 50, uh, we're going to a swingers party and there's about 50 people. We might get gangbanged. We might not. 
I would go. You would go? Yes. I would go. Okay. I'll keep you in mind. Not that I get invited to any of these private <laughs> these these parties, private talk, but you never know. There's always a time. There's always a chance. Now I know who can I can call. Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever been too kinky for a partner? Yes, I have been told that. What was the kink that made them like be like, girl, I just can't? Choking. I was with someone You were choking them or you wanted them to choke you? I wanted I wanted to try it for like the first time. We were just doing, I guess, vanilla stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like, he was on top of me, and I was laying on the bed, and I just had the thought, and I was like, hey, do it, and then that's when... And he was like, no, nah, bitch, I ain't trying to go to jail, or he was just like, uh, my <laughs> dick went limp. Like, what scenario? Both. It was like he was very nervous, and mm. then he was like, no, why do you think like that? That's weird, and mm. I was like, oh, okay. Your yeah. dick's not for me, sir. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he finish, at least? I don't even remember. I was like, You're like, fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, last set of questions. Romantic questions. Would you consider yourself a romantic? Yes. What's the most romantic thing that you've done for a partner? I've been told I'm like a hopeless romantic. Um, I'm the kind of person that I just want to do things for them, whatever that means. We want you to be a hopeful romantic. We don't want you to be a hopeless romantic. Yes, hopeful. (laughs) I like that better, hopeful. Yeah, it gives more of the word behind it. I feel like I like like things with intentions, and we have to put things out in the universe that are positive because I I feel like sometimes we forget that when we either complain or say what other people think about us and that's not what we feel for us is that we also attract that, which we don't want that. We want what we want to be hopefully romantic because, you know, I feel like too much of somebody, something for someone is somebody else's everything. So what's something that maybe maybe a part if you haven't done anything for a partner has somebody done something to you that's kind of stood out to you that was romantic? Like I would be open to like cooking for them or like just wanting to do special things or get something for them like something they could do for me like so acts of service is what how you like to show your love. Yeah, cuz I just like to see that they're happy. Mm-hmm. Um what they could do for me like we could just do something spontaneous if they were like one day like, hey, we're going to go here and we're going to do this. That would make me really happy. I feel like yeah. you're also kind of like let somebody draw your bath kind of person, give you some like unexpected flowers, maybe cook for you or listen to something kind of that you talked about but they didn't really over like think about, but you were like made it known that they were listening to yeah, you. Yeah, like if they surprised me with something that they knew that I liked, that would mean a lot to me. Yeah. Sex on the first date? Yes. You're like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you like them, why not? Giving or receiving? Um, both. Mm, gotta pick one. Oh, okay, fine, giving, <laughs> giving. I knew that that was gonna be your answer. You <laughs> seem like quite the, you know, giver. Turn-ons, what turns you on about a, a significant other? Or a sexual partner, that have to be a significant other. Their smile, their eyes, their energy. Chemistry means a lot to me, so yeah. Okay. Foreplay or sex? If you could only have one, what would you get down with? Sex. <laughs> That's a hard one, I know. Yeah. Naked or lingerie? Naked. Lights on or lights off? Off. Hmm. Bathroom sex? Have you done it? No, but I'd love to fuck in the shower. Mm. It's tricky. It's slippery in there. Slippery when wet. It's not, <laughs> not, not alive. <laughs> what is a perfect date night for you? Perfect date night, let's see, like, we 
go to a park. We get burgers somewhere. Like, just simple stuff. Like, I don't need, like, the whole red carpet thing. I think that would make me really nervous. The simpler, the better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Have you ever taken a call during sex? No. But I think it would be so hot, like, if him or I did that, like, I Okay, that turns you on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, would if you they were trying to talk all serious, Would like, you try to, like, be louder or make them do something to know that they were fucking in the background? <laughs> I just feel like that would make me, like, giggle a lot, and I'd be like... <laughs> okay. But, yeah. If you needed a fun safe word, what would your safe word be? A fun one? Hmm, maybe, like, flowers. Flowers? Peace. Peace? Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Well, that is Truth with Texas. You did very well. I hope you enjoyed yourself here yeah. at Private Talk. Um, is there anything that you would like to ask Miss Texas? Um, what makes you love what you do? What makes me love what I do? Um, I think for me it's like just doing things that I authentically like and that are on brand with me. I don't ever do anything I don't want to do. Um, you know, I struggled with people pleasing in the past and, you know, that didn't really serve me because I always didn't, wasn't what I wanted to do. So intentionally, I do what I'm good at. I like talking to people. I like, you know, having conversations and getting to know people more on a personal level and also an intimate level. Um, and yeah, I just do what I do. Miss Texas is Miss Texas if you're nasty, you know, but we're now we're not being that nasty. Okay. It's private talk after dark, but you know, if you want to see the good stuff, you know where to follow me. But let us, let us know private talk so we can follow you, all your social media, where we can find you on Jerkmate. Let them know. Okay, so you guys can follow me on Jerkmate, check out my cams, just um, search Jerkmate and then. Put in Amberlina, and there I am. There you are. Yep. And then for social media, my Instagram, it's amberalina.x. Twitter is amberalina triple x. And my TikTok, amber.alina. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Private Talk. And thank you, Amber Alina. Thank you, Jerkmate, for sponsoring this podcast. I loved it. I got love getting to know you more and letting Private Talk get to know more about your site. Make sure you go over there and support our girl, and until we meet again. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.